Time for seafood news. You're listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This episode is brought to you by Ernerberry's Reporter. The winter issue is getting sent out this December, but there is still time to advertise. Call 732-240-5330 or email advertise at earnerberry.com to learn more. Let me tell you that I am pumped about this upcoming issue. We've got to look at 2021 food trends, three plant-based companies to watch in the new year, and I've got a story on Captain Omega, which is the new seafood brand for kids from Maui, which we might actually be doing a Watch, watch Us Eat, Eat video. Yes. So I don't know if we're going to get our kids involved, because personally, I don't think anybody wants to watch my one-year-old eat. She's a mess. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone wants I mean, people do want to obviously watch us eat, because... I think we should try at least. Try the kids? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. We're going to do it. It's going to be a lot of fun. But um, if you're not a subscriber of Erna Berry's Reporter, make sure you get on the list. Um, it's free, so no excuses. All you have to do is visit ernaberry.com slash reporter to sign up. And the reporter is not the only thing we are excited about. Amanda and I just relaunched the Seafood News Weekly video last week. If you like listening to us, you will love watching us. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes I have, like, dead eyes on camera. I don't know if you've ever caught that before. I have, Have yes. you looked with my light I eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I should have probably spent my quarantine learning how to smize, right? Isn't that what Tyra Banks taught yes. in, uh, in America's Next Top Model? Yes. I think, I think now... I do that because we're wearing the masks. Oh, hands Where down. I'm like, I do the really big smile so mm-hmm. that they see it in my eyes. Yeah, because you see, like, I don't know if you noticed, but, like, a lot of places, like, they have, like, signs up that it's like, I'm smiling underneath my mask. Right. <laughs> a lot of times, I don't believe they are. But <laughs> if you work on your smiles, yeah, I think that's handy just during these times. So, interesting point. So, let's get down to business. <laughs> let's get back on track. <laughs> let's steer it back. <laughs> So Clearwater Seafoods has struck a billion dollar, that's billion with a B, deal to sell a partnership to premium brands and a coalition of Mi'kmaq First Nations. So this story actually dates back to March when Clearwater announced that they were considering selling the company and had received interest from several potential buyers. Fast forward eight months and the Canadian company has officially found a buyer. So according to a press release sent out by Clearwater, the company entered into a definitive agreement Um, arrangement with FNC Holdings Limited Partnership, which represents the coalition of Mi'kmaq First Nations and Premium Brands Holdings Corporation. So Premium Brands and and FNC Holdings, uh, through a new equally owned company, agreed to acquire all the issued and outstanding common shares of Clearwater Clearwater, and the units issued under various equity compensation plans for $8.25 per share. Chief Terry Paul of Member 2 First Nation noted that the transaction is a transformational opportunity for the Mi'kmaq to become significant partner uh, participants in the commercial fishery. According to Chief Paul, Mi'kmaq not only become 50% owners of the company, but expect to hold Clearwater's Canadian fishing licenses within a fully Mi'kmaq-owned partnership. The collective investment by First Nations and Clearwater represents the single largest investment in the seafood industry by an indigenous group in Canada. Meanwhile, in October, the World Trade Organization ruled that the European Union could impose tariffs on imported products from the U.S. as countermeasures against illegal U.S. subsidies to aircraft maker Boeing. Now, the European Commission has increased tariffs on U.S. exports into the EU worth $4 billion. The issue at hand stems from the U.S. not taking appropriate action to comply with WTO rules on subsidies. 
Despite a ruling, the EU claims that the U.S. continued its illegal support of its aircraft manufacturer Boeing to the detriment of Airbus, the European aerospace industry, and its many workers. The countermeasures being put in place bring the EU equal footing with the U.S. and include additional tariffs on 15% of aircrafts, an additional 25% uh, tariff on a range of agricultural and industrial uh, products imported from the U.S. Um, seafood items included on the list include Atlantic salmon, Pacific salmon, and scallops, and you can find the full list on seafoodnews.com. National Fisheries Institute President John Connolly called the EU's retaliatory seafood tariffs disappointing saying that the new tariffs come at a time when the seafood industry in both the U.S. and EU are focused on rebuilding and reopening. Connolly said that such trade barriers distract from this important economic recovery. In other news, Red Lobster just opened up their first ghost kitchen. So I think it's nice, happy news, you know? Right. Um, I love ghost kitchens. I think it's such a cool idea. Uh, more just because of the fact that I think about, like, Casper, like, flying around, like, flipping burgers. But that's in my own head. I know that what a ghost kitchen is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so Red Lobster announced last week that they've opened up their first ghost kitchen in downtown Chicago. And this couldn't come at a better time considering that indoor dining is prohibited in most of Illinois, including Chicago. But uh, Red Lobster, like many restaurants, have been focusing um, on off-premise sales. And I'm not even talking about during the pandemic. Uh, Red Lobster CEO Kim Lothrop said that they tripled their off-premise sales in the two years before COVID-19 began and then tripled them again over the last eight, uh, eight months. So Lothrop said that opening a ghost kitchen is a natural step in expanding their off-premise business and allows them to reach new customers who want great seafood with a touchless off-premise experience. Just throw those Cheddar Bay biscuits directly into my mouth. <laughs> Imagine. But since the pandemic hit uh, in the U.S. in March, Red Lobster has been pushing their uh, to-go services, offering celebration meals and date night deals while most of the country was in lockdown. But despite the new offerings during the pandemic, Thai Union revealed high share of loss from Red Lobster in their Q2 financial statement. At the time, the company blamed the loss on the shutdowns across the U.S., since then, dine-in services have resumed across most of the U.S., and Red Lobster has even introduced daily deals to lure in dine-in customers. But with more restrictions on uh, restaurants being put in place and talk of another shutdown, Red Lobster's new ghost kitchen is at least preparing them for a takeout-heavy future. Red Lobster's ghost kitchen is delivery only. Customers can order through Grubhub, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Postmates. I think it's important to note just because like, some uh, ghost kitchens do have, like, you can like go up there and, and, and walk do up takeout. And, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's such a cool concept, and, I mean, with, you know, the way things are going now, it's, like I said, going to come at a better time. Yeah. Um, but for our final story of the day, China's e-commerce industry has decided to prolong this year's double 11 shopping spree to further fasten market revival. So some industry giants like JD.com have started the online carnival on October 21st, and thanks to enthusiastic buyers, they enjoyed noticeable increases in sales uh, since that starting point. Statistics show that fresh food sales of JD has jumped by 165% in this late October compared to that of September, and some imported seafood has been among the biggest winners during the event. The sales of Boston lobsters, for example, have ballooned by 410% from October 21st compared with the same time period last year, while that of king crabs also increased by 394%. Meanwhile, imported Bassa has also gained great popularity among consumers during the shopping frenzy. The daily sales of Bassa fillets has skyrocketed by almost three times on November 1st, compared with that of last year, while the platform's overall fish sales has been raised by 200% that day. 
And that does it for us. So thanks for listening. And don't forget to watch our weekly seafood videos. And subscribe. Yeah, (laughs) subscribe to our videos. We forgot to add that in this week. Ah. But they're released on YouTube every Friday. Don't miss them. We got a lot of great content there. We got a lot of great content here. We got a lot of great content everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you next week. Thank you.